episode 112 of the CGM podcast. Wayne doesn't care what episode we're at, as he said. Just a second. It's just a number. It's just a number? Numbers are meaningless. This is a timeless podcast, right? Oh, wait. No, the most important thing is the fun, which is fun. So, you know, it's like, now that Phil is here, you know, it's like fun has arrived. That's a vast, it's a vast overstatement. And uh, everything else is irrelevant in the face of Phil's presence. I don't know. As long as Phil is here, everything is... We cease to okay. exist when you're around. Exactly. Right? Okay. Jesus. We did Sorry. do a podcast once. <laughs> That's not true. We did. Until so you had Phil in the brain, so you still just, existed. No, yeah. I mean, even when I was doing that podcast, I was like, man, I wish Phil were here. Sorry, guys. Anyway, that is our literate editor, mm-hmm. Wayne Santos. Temporarily, so. Temporary literate or temporary editor. I'm not sure which. Probably both. Temporarily sane. Mm. And of course, film ophile, yeah. film hound, and cinephil. Film. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. The house that fun built. Yay. See? That's Already my fun. that's my cover of the Huff Rock yeah. impression. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's also here with us. There you go. That was a little more pee wee. <laughs> it's just the three of us this week. Yeah. Yeah, we're testing new format. How's it good to three? Let us know if you liked it better or not. I'm curious. I wonder if my people actually listen to this podcast, so they have to answer. Yeah. I demand answering. Mm-hmm. People people have listened, I think. I figure people listen because Wayne has three over three hundred followers on Twitter and he doesn't use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kinda of scary how that happens. Well, how, does, how does somebody get Twitter followers when they don't actually tweet? Well, why don't they follow well, me? Well technically then? you tweet, it's just you don't answer anything. Well yeah, because I'm on Google Plus. Yeah. But I interact with people on Google Plus. It's just that you know, nobody wants to go there, which is just the way I like it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you're there. It's great. Yeah. They, should, they should follow me because I tweet and no one follows me. You have a ton of really followers, don't you? I have like a hundred and something. Oh, you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. You had to put up topless photos, though. Yeah, that will. Then, then so my followers will fucking plummet if I try to do something like that. That's what you think. You don't know until you try. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's like rude and defensive and boring. Somehow that's worked. It feels I guess. pretty offensive. It's, well, you're not offensive, you're snarky. Yeah. Snark is good, though. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I'm surprised you don't have more followers. I and he's you. more fun than uh, me. So, yeah, I'm getting there. It feels fun. Broken that bra. I get some and then a bunch drop at the same time. I don't know what. I don't know what that I, Twitter's means. not very good at keeping track of how many people actually follow you because our numbers change drastically day by day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it could be. They're kind of just all over the place. Okay. Yeah. One day you'll just have a thousand. You're just like, oh, whatever. That sounds great. Let's do that for sure. All right. Let's start off with the news. We'll start with some, well, last week was E3. Yeah, last, last you week just was can't even cover E3. that in news. No, well, you, you, you can to separate. Just well, not, I mean, like, all not everything. But, you know, it's like the, the first big news story that I want to cover about E3 is like, I gotta be a jerk to Phil now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have to be now. Because I recall at one point somebody was saying, hey, you know what, Rockstar's made so much money on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. need to put Grand Theft Auto V on the next generation mm. consoles. But E3, we got the announcement. We got the trailer. Did you see the trailer? I didn't, actually. Okay, they're... Yeah, they're, they're officially announcing GTA V is actually coming to the PS4, the Xbox One, and PC. Sorry. And they released a trailer, and I think anybody that likes Grand Theft Auto V yeah. and already bought it on the PS3 or the X, uh, Xbox 360, yeah. they kind of have to buy it again. Yeah, it looks that much better. It's it's really, really noticeable. I mean, they, really? they, the, the lighting is there, the water is there, the streets have like a ton more people on them because oh, okay. of the increased processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The traffic on the road actually looks like LA now where there's just like a ton of cars on the freeway. 
Um, there's like you know plants waving in the wind. There's like wildlife. They've actually got like you know new AI behaviors for like you know people walking around and stuff like that. So it is basically bigger, better, better GTA 5. And anybody that liked it might want to experience it again because it, it, it really looks like they just you know blew the lid off of this. It looks, it. it looks amazing. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to play it again. Yeah. Now so, is it gonna have exclusive content? Uh, they have not made any no exclusives about that. Um, there are rumors going around that you know they've kind of actually been saving the online heists, which you know they've been promising for yeah. months now. It looks like they might actually be saving that for. That like, makes sense because there was also and, and it was also like really surprising there was basically no DLC at yeah. all, which didn't seem like the Rockstar way. Yeah, exactly. So, so perhaps yeah, they're saving it up for yeah. that, and maybe I'll get that Halloween themed oh, GTA yeah. Five that yeah. I desperately wanted last time. I mean, it's it's scheduled for a fall release. Oh, there that's, you go. that's as much as they said. But yeah, it's like you look at that trailer mm-hmm. and then you compare it to the last generation version of GTA Five, and mm-hmm. it's a really really noticeable difference. So let me get this straight. So. Phil thought that they had a roundtable conference, and Rockstar said, "Oh no, we made too much money." You won't put it out next generation concert. I just didn't want Wayne to be bright. <laughs> and I was just like, why would you walk away from all of that easy money? This is going to happen. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. And now it's happening. So well, whatever. You haven't experienced the joy, and I have. You're right. So I, I like that. But now I get to experience the joy on a current generation. But you won't be able to play it and be like, oh, so much better. You'll just be like, well, I guess this is what it was always like. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. Is yeah. that I'm not going to be able to say, man, I wish that I'd spent sixty dollars on this previously. I, instead, I will only have spent the money once. So, God damn you! Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I have to be a jerk about this because it's like I know that we were like we were both so certain in our positions. I know, I know, so, I know. You win this round, so I'm, Santos. I'm about this, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's that's some of the big news that came out of E3. The other big news, which we haven't really talked about much. Um, over the last week is it does look like Nintendo is finally making a comeback. Hell yeah. Yes. I was really excited they about it. They had a really, really impressive... Did you get to show? see the um, the Claymation Kirby that I was reading about? That sounds incredibly cool. No, I did not get a chance to see it. Oh, it sounds so cool. Um, I, I did get to see... Claymation, Mal. Yeah, I, I did get to see a few other things. Yeah. Um, including Splatoon. Splatoon looks great. Very excited about that. I, I played Splatoon. Mm-hmm. And, and it's as uh, fun as the rap. It is. I, I walked away from the Nintendo booth thinking to myself, oh my god, the best competitive multiplayer shooter at E3 is a Wii U exclusive. And that just blew and that's my impressive, mind. That's impressive. That blew my mind. I wouldn't expect you to, you know fun over a week. It was so much yeah. fun, though. I mean, like, you know, well, that's it's about time. Yeah. I mean, they founded the console first-person yeah. shooter thing with GoldenEye and Yeah, Black actually, Dark, that's so true, and yeah, in a way, time it, it seems it like, you know, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, a reincarnation of the feeling. You get, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a GoldenEye ripoff. Mm-hmm. It totally isn't, but that feeling that people first got when they played GoldenEye on the Nintendo 64, and they were mm-hmm. like, oh my god, so this is what multiplayer is all about. You get that feeling again when you play Splatoon, because it's, like, so unlike any of the other shooters that are out there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for one thing, you know, there aren't these great big gory headshots where a person's brains explode all over the place. I mean, yeah. the, the premise for Splatoon is very, very simple. You've got two teams of people, you know, that transform into human squid hybrids. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sounds Asian. Yeah. It's, it's very Japanese. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got super soaker rifles, which shoot out paint. So, Lovely. so the way this works is the two teams go at it, and whoever's painted the most of the floor at the end of the round wins. 
Oh, that's so, cool. So this is very, very simple. You're like, yeah. you explain it, and people are like, okay, I get it. Just paint the most, and you win. Yeah. So it follows under that whole easy to understand but incredibly difficult to master thing because yeah. there are so many little, little things in so this. you don't shoot each other ever you can shoot each okay. other and you know it's like when when you get you know drowned in paint you respawn okay and all that sort of thing but you win not by getting kills you win by painting the territory of so course but i suppose can, it could be strategic where you want to get someone out of the area so that you could then yeah paint see that here's area. here's here's where it gets really really interesting is that the paint is not just cosmetic and it's not just counting score it's mm-hmm. like you know wherever you paint on the floor your guys can run around on that at full speed. As soon as they run into enemies' paint, they slow to a crawl. Mm-hmm. So you're you're basically like really slow and you know, it was like not very agile at all when you're on the enemy's paint. So you really want to you know it's like get their stuff out of there as quickly as possible so you can retain your mobility. The other thing is um, when you transform into squid mode, mm-hmm. you move around super fast in the paint. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, again, you know, it's like once you hit the enemy paint, you're automatically put into less agile human mode. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really, really important that you cover as much of the territory in your own color as possible so that you can maintain your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I, I, I honestly hadn't thought of this at all while, you know, until I started playing mm-hmm. is because you're shooting out paint, it's like tracer fire. So, mm-hmm. so for example, I was moving around and I was about to go around the corner, mm-hmm. but then I saw purple paint from the opposing enemy just come shooting out ahead of me, right. and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I can see that enemy's fire. I know that he's around the corner, but I haven't shot anything, so he doesn't know that I'm here. Ooh, so basically, if you pay attention to what's going on around you, you can actually see where people are firing and guess where they are, yeah. which is something that you can't do with a bullet because you know when a shot rings out, you know, it's like nobody knows where that came from. Yeah. But with paint, you can automatically see the streaks of paint, so cool. you know that there are guys there, and you know once again, there's like an unexpected level of strategy that yeah. actually comes into that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's not just a brainless shooter where everybody's running around yeah. squeezing paint off at each other. You know, it's like if you actually pay attention to the environment and you use the paint to your advantage, there's a, a surprising amount of depth. And tactics yeah. to how this works, which really caught me off guard when I was very, playing. Very cool. and I, I was just like, "Oh man, oh man!" It's like you know, so many people are going to be able to come up yeah. with. The older crowd will like that, and the younger crowd just like, "Who you paint?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the younger crowd will just be painting everything, yeah. but you know, it's like, yeah, the older crowd is going to be like, "No, no, there's there's strategy here. Yeah. You can use this to your advantage." And there, and there will be an unfortunate uh, explosion of super soakers filled with paint. In schools, I think that this could possibly yeah, happen. I think yes, that's most yes, definitely going to happen. There, there is a chance that yeah. we might see that happening. So, yeah. so yeah, um, Splatoon was like great. A, a big surprise. I'm um, also so thrilled that Star Fox is coming back. Yeah, Star Fox. That's because was there one on the GameCube? Because there definitely wasn't one on the Wii. So yeah. if not, that's like 15 years it's, it's, since the it's last. It's been a while one. since we've had like, a Star Fox game. Yeah, so I can't wait. Yeah, so that that was you know, satisfying. And I heard that um, again. I wasn't there, so I didn't see it, but I heard that there's a system in place where what you see on the television screen is like the third person view of the, of the ship, and then if you raise the gamepad up see the cockpit and you use that to aim special weapons. Yeah, that, that, that was a really cool application. Yeah, that, 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 that might be in there. I, I didn't see Star Fox myself. No. But, yeah. All these titles should have been closer to launch date for the Wii U. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's the thing. They went two years without all of this stuff. Now they're finally bringing it out going like, hey, make a one. Yeah, so some stuff. I feel as though, in a way, it was advantageous because they must have been sitting on all this stuff. They just waited until it was actually ready to go. Because the stuff that's been coming out the last years that all felt like Launch titles and demos, yeah. and then three Super Mario 3D Land felt like something that was probably initially created for the 3DS, mm-hmm. and yeah. then shoved onto the system. 
So, this is very exciting. Yeah. All, New, all, all around. Yeah, Nintendo actually had um, a very good E3. They showed off a lot of good stuff. The one thing that I'm not so impressed with is Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because it's done by Tecmo Koei, the yeah. uh, Dynasty Warriors guys. And ah. if you've played a Dynasty Warrior game, mm. you know that that can get a bit monotonous with just running around killing thousands of guys. Right. And Hyrule Warriors is exactly that. They took Link and they just slapped a Zelda skin on a Dynasty Warriors game. Yeah. So yeah, I saw that and it's like, okay, so now it's Link running around killing thousands of guys. Right. And it's just like, yeah. Now, did they show any of the Road Warrior game? I didn't read anything about that. But that's another title that I'm Road anxiously Warrior? awaiting. Yes, no, that, as no. in the George Miller. No, no, no. There, there, that, that was Perhaps just, they're sitting yeah. on that until the film comes out next summer. It, it could I be, yeah. That, that, that was actually kind of one of those surprising no-shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was sort of expecting. Yeah. Well, the movie was, got delayed, yeah. so the probably yeah. game got delayed. And I mean, it was the same thing with like you know Kingdom Hearts three and Final Fantasy fifteen. Everybody yeah. wanted to see those yeah. games, but Square was like, nope, nope, not going to show it. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit weird. It's like the biggest thing at the Square Enix booth yeah. was just a gigantic um, repeating contest for people to play Final Fantasy fourteen and beat a boss. Yeah, and did if you, you do beat, it? If you beat the boss, you got a T-shirt. It's like now the line was too huge yeah. and I had stuff to cover, so I was like, I, I can't. Get I was also super excited to get to see the ones making a horror game, yes, which seems cool. almost like. Long time coming. Like that should have happened. And by it's, now. it's called like let it die, or something like that. It's just, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very weird concept, and people really don't know. A whole yeah, lot what about is the it. concept? So, um, it seems to be um, kind of online demon soulsy. Almost, mm-hmm. if this makes any sense. You start out as just a guy running around in like underwear. Yeah. And you kill people, and you get their loot. But the people that you're killing are other people who have played the game and died. And their game data gets downloaded onto your game. Oh, so, weird. Yeah, so, you know, it's like, so that guy that you killed that was like, you know, running around beating people to death with a skateboard, for example, that yeah. was somebody that had found a skateboard and then he died somehow. Yeah. And his game data makes its way over to your game. Oh. So the people that you're killing in the game, they're not actually other players, but yeah. it's the game data of those players populating your game Jeez. with enemies. So it's like the ghosts of dead gamers. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yes, Intriguing. exactly. That, yeah. that is exactly what is happening yeah. with Let It Die. It's such a bizarre old concept. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, really you, interested to see so how it, it plays yeah. out. So it's not PvP, yeah. you're not killing other players, you're killing other players' game data. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird distinction, but that's what's going on. I'm into it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm into it. But then, you know, as soon as you say the words, Sudafin, it's like, oh, yeah. right, of course. Yeah. It's not that simple. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's because Super 51 is Pizarro, so yeah. he's going to do something weird and crazy like that, and yeah. he obviously has. Cool. Well, that's so, interesting, because that sounds like he's created a completely different yeah. experience it's, it's, of game than I can even imagine. It's very, very I feel like it's going to be one of those things that doesn't make sense until I actually yeah. get my hands on it. Cool. Yeah. And um, one, of, one of the other things was... Were they um, showing the claymation, Kirby? Because I heard about that, and that just sounds if, so if they friggin' were, cool. I didn't see it. Did um, you hear about that, Mel? So, no, I didn't. Ah, uh, man. Kirby and claymation. I heard about yarn Sums and Yoshi. Sums stuff up. Yeah, yarn and Yoshi, which should be fun, because that yarn... Well, did you Yoshi. ever play the yarn Kirby game? Actually, I haven't. It was adorable. It was very kiddie. Okay, yeah, I, I played yes, very Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah, was oh, it fun? It was Yoshi's yeah, Woolly World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, so I did play. Yeah, because it was a cool aesthetic in the Kirby one. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming that it's the same yeah, 2D I, thing where you I played it in co-op and, and so it, was, it was a little surreal and disturbing in yeah. some parts, because it's like, you know, when you've got two Yoshis running around, yeah. one Yoshi can eat the other Yoshi and then poop them out. 
awesome. So I kind of finally. Yeah, so I kind of saw that and I kind of just I stopped and I looked at the person that I was playing with and it's like, did you just eat me and poop me out? And she was like, yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And I'm like, all right, we will never speak of this again and let's just continue. Yeah, well, that's kind of a meet cute situation, perhaps. So Um, now I I also uh, was excited to hear that the uh, new Little Big Planet will be four player. That should be fun to see how they implement that. Little Big Planet has always been four player. Always been four player. Really? It always has. That's yeah. that's nothing new. Have you ever tried it? That's, that's no, because I only have two controllers in my see, house. So but you can also bring your friends in online. Yeah. Oh right. So you can play with Mike and I. Okay, but what? God what, damn it! What is new <laughs> is that Little Big Planet Three is coming to the PS3 and the PS4. Yeah. But if you play Little Big Planet Three on the PS4, mm-hmm. they're invoking some weird high def magic with this, where they're like. Even all the existing user-created levels made for Little Big Planet One and yeah. Two, they're all somehow going to get magically upraised to high definition when you play them on the PS4. So, oh. even the old levels that were made on yeah, even the old levels that were made on LBP One and Two really? are going to look all super high defy when you play well, them on the so PS4. So it's just like they've updated the individual design elements yes. or something. Yeah, intriguing. Yeah, because yeah. there was a fun Jaws one I found one time that I would like to play. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was the other thing that they were stressing is that all that user-generated content, you can still play it on Little Big Planet 3 on Very PS4. Cool. It's all compatible. Nice. So, yeah, Little Big Planet 3 is completely backwards compatible with everything that came oh, before. Good. I like it. I like it a lot. Which console oh, okay, you're Yay! So, and Grim Fandango, of course. Yes. Oh, yes. And then yeah. there was the surprise that, yeah, okay, that I was sitting at the um, Sony conference and... Yeah. They made the announcement that Grim Fandango was coming to the PS4, and that was the one time when I actually went like, "Whoa! Oh my God! Oh, that did not just happen." It's a it big moment. Did. It reminded me of that um, the E3 a few years ago when they announced the, that Donkey Kong Country was coming back yeah. and GoldenEye and NBA Jam. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my God! You did this for me!" Similar to that. Yeah. Was Microsoft's answer to that bringing back Conquer for Project Spark? Yeah, but that was like not so impressive. Yeah, the same as Grim Fandango. Yeah, no. Conqueror showed up and they were like, "Yeah, and he's going to be making an appearance somehow in Project Spark." And then everybody was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yeah," because at first everybody was like, "New Conqueror game," and then we're like, like oh. "Oh no, he's just going no, to be in Project Spark." Project Spark. Mm-hmm. So it's like, "Oh, all right." Whereas this one was like, "Grim Fandango is getting remastered for the PS4," and everybody was like, "Yeah!" So exciting. <laughs> so. Yeah, I can't wait to play yeah. that again. It's been a long. That was a really, really great surprise. Yeah, because it's like you know, by the time. You know, it's like, yeah, the, the last time I played it, I you know, it's like had to figure out how to get it to work yeah. on a modern Windows operating system. And when I did, it was so sped up that there were certain puzzles that were just, like, unplayable. They were unplayable? Yeah. That's funny. Because, it, you know, things just moved too fast. So. Yeah. I was, like, the peak of the LucasArts yeah. era, for sure. Now, I am, now it's a good E3, is that, which makes sense, because it's the first time they weren't trying to launch consoles or add-ons. It was just pure software and... Well, okay, see, now that, that's, 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 that's not completely true. Well, okay. Morpheus. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because Oculus Rift and Project Morpheus both had um, pretty significant presence at E3 this year. Of course, but that wasn't the dominant thing. No, it wasn't. That's all, that's all I meant. Yeah. Did you get to play Oculus? I got to play with Project Morpheus, but I yeah. did not get to play with Oculus Rift. Because the line was insane. We've Mor- already done um, Oculus of the Four, right? Yeah. So yeah. I... I got to try an older um, yeah. dev kit yeah. version of yeah. Oculus Rift in the past. Now, how did Morpheus look? Did it look like it's up to the Oculus Rift standard? Okay, see now this 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 is the thing. It's like um, I was I was talking to a few other people, and you know, it's like by and large, um, even though Oculus Rift 
is going to have the fancier graphics. Yeah. Um, a lot of people actually prefer wearing the Project Morpheus headset because yeah. it's just more comfortable. It's more comfortable. Yeah. Well, that's vitally important. Yeah. yeah. Because like the, the thing with Oculus Rift, you know, it's like even with the latest headset that they've got right now, it's still just like a few straps that you're putting onto your head, mm -hmm. and then you feel this weight from the actual yeah. Oculus unit itself just dragging your head down. Mm. But with Project Morpheus, what they've done is they've created like an entire solid, almost like a hat rim, which sits around you know the entirety of your head, mm. and that takes all the weight off, so that you know you really don't feel a headset because the, the weight is like you know equally balanced around your head rather than just being concentrated on the front. So everybody was just like, Project Morpheus is just more comfortable to wear than Oculus Rift at this time. Mm. That's probably going to change. But at this time. Project Morpheus actually feels like a more consumer. Did it live up to product. your uh, fantasies of virtual reality? It, it, game? it did and it didn't, but mm -hmm. uh, that's that's not Project Morpheus's fault. I yeah. mean, it's like I got to um, try the deep, which is you in the shark cage and yep. the shark goes swimming around, and yeah, that's that's pretty freaky. Isn't that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Spray water at you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I got to play the um, street luge game. Right, 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 right. They right. they have you on a luge on wheels, and you're just going down a highway and just dodging cars and trucks and that Sounds is also very kind of fun yeah the part that upset me was that the very next day they broke out um eve online valkyrie which is the starship simulation game where you're going right. up against other players and i really wanted to try that but of i didn't course. get a chance to yeah. and they also had a uh, jurassic park <laughs> thing yeah, where Jurassic Park? They, they had a Jurassic Park Project Morpheus thing where you ran around with a branch with leaves on it, yeah. and, and you walked up to like a stegosaurus, and you waved the branch, and, and then and it came it over and it ate. Oh my god! Oh my god! And oh my god! And, yeah. oh my god so it's like, yeah, I was I was just watching this, you know, jealously yeah. on screen. You know, other people, and I was thinking to myself, you know, it's like. When you're wearing Project Morpheus and that dinosaur is standing in front of you, you must yeah. think there's something that is like freaking huge. Oh, this that's is so amazing. Be so cool. The, the, the worst part about that demo, though, is that it only gives you the branch with the leaves, yeah. and then eventually all of these herbivorous dinosaurs run away, yeah. and then like a T Rex or something shows yeah, up, yeah. and all you've got is like a branch with leaves <laughs> on it, and all you can do is like impotently wave it in front of this going, like, please don't eat me, but of course it eats yeah, you. Of course it eats you. Because all you've got are leaves yeah, to defend yeah. yourself yeah. with. So. Oh man, that's gonna be fun. So yeah, but they showed that off, and people were going nuts, like, what? What? Jurassic Park in VR? Are you serious? Now, it's like, that, they were serious. Yeah, now is that tied to Jurassic World, I guess? Uh, it it wasn't actually branded as a Jurassic something. A no, it, 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 they were calling it like Dinosaur Park or right. something like oh, that. Oh, I see what you're but, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, it's like, I, you know, everybody looked at it though, and it's like it's Jurassic dinosaur World VR. Yeah. But you know, it's like yeah, Dinosaur. Because I've heard Park some cool things about Jurassic World where like the concept is that it's like a world where dinosaurs are just part of day to day life, and people are, they like, escape the island. Yeah, and oh, people okay. are and people are like nonchalant about it. Like the okay. director said that his like the main image that he had was like a kid. Uh, playing a like playing a, uh, a DS with like a T Rex behind him and like not even paying attention. Okay, being, like whatever. Yeah. Which guess, that's kind of cool. I guess we would not be that filling to T Rex. We'd just go after after yeah. other dinosaurs. Yeah, that's, that's just an order of yeah. Yeah. Well, I just like I like that idea though, where it's just people have adjusted. Dinosaurs are just kind of there. We'll deal with it. That was all. I always the evolutionists would have an yeah. outrage. Well, that was always the zombie movie that I wanted to see before I got tired of zombie movies. Was the one where like. It's just a fact of life, and it's kind of contained. It, oh, kind of like the end of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, the yeah, sort of that. That and yeah. Fido, yeah, 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 yeah. Them as like slaves. Yeah, that was close, but I, uh, but like, but they were both so silly. Like, I wanted, yeah. I wanted more like, you know, like, like you'd be in like a, it, like kids in public school, 
I like trained like a fire drill that there's a gun and if their teacher ever goes, I gotta shoot her right in the head. Oh, get I back, see what get back to arithmetic. Yeah. And everyone's just really nonchalant about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. But anywho. You should make it fill. Nah. Do you guys have like, any other questions about a lot of that you want to want me to answer? Or no, we covered it. I mean, you were telling me before about that alien game looking amazing, yeah. which is so exciting. It's, it is scary. Yeah. It actually is scary. Yeah. Um, there were there was one moment where I was like hiding under an office desk, and the alien came into the room, mm-hmm. and all I could see were its legs, mm-hmm. and then it started whipping its tail around. Its, its mm-hmm. tail just got right between my character's legs, and I was physically leaning back, holding my breath, going like, "Oh god!" Now imagine oh, that on Project Monkey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, this is the thing. Apparently, um, the alien isolation guys are working on an Oculus Rift version. Dynamite, alien there isolation. It makes perfect sense because so it's all happening. point of view. That's, yeah, that is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So only only a matter of time. That, that, that's, that's actually really exciting. Yeah, only a matter of time. Very cool. Very, very cool. Wouldn't you, would you move your PlayStation out of the bedroom so you could actually stand up and play if you had Project Monkey? I might. Yeah. I, I might do it. I probably play a lot of games where you don't have to stand up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that guy just. Well, no, just just because I mean there would be issues of balance. I mean, yeah. like, you don't want to be standing in the middle of the room and then all of a sudden kind of just like you know step check your body weight too much. Yeah, step yeah, on the yeah, cat because yeah. I have cats and I don't want to step on them mm-hmm. with that helmet. You're just not going to know they're there. They decide to rub up against your legs. That could be a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that to happen. Yeah, so it's I, very dangerous yeah. overall. Hopefully, you don't have a glass copy cool. Oh, yeah, I guess, like, the only thing, um, did you play the Toad, the Toad game for no, Nintendo? No, I did not play the Toad okay. there's, there's a to- Oh, wait, That's no, 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 heard. your yeah. Toad's Treasure Trapper. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, actually, yeah. I did get a chance to play it. It's, it's a puzzle game. Yeah, yeah. So, immediately, you're losing the Call of Duty crowd. But of course, then, yeah. But, yeah, it's like, you, you wander around on an isometric environment, you tilt the camera around. Oh, you mean it's Captain like you, Toad? You gather yeah. stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. so so I, I did play it, and I mean, you know, it's like for for a certain kind of person, that's you know, it's like into the you know quieter, more sedate. Yeah, let's just well, find the treasure and have fun with it. Sort those of those like, puzzles were part of Mario's 3D world. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, they just and they, they just blew it up. Into, oh, into that's what it is. Game. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's just spin off of that. So so if you like those puzzles and you wanted to play an entire game just doing that, that's what this game is. Yeah, not so much. Okay, I'm really excited. So there you go. That was the total. I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. Fine, I okay. guess, but I thought it was going to be like Toad on his own, oh, okay. being a swinging bachelor, oh, right. kind of like Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, okay. yeah. Do <laughs> you want to ask me about the Order eighteen eighty six? Did it look gorgeous? It looked gorgeous. Yeah. It, it was the best looking game at E three. It was yeah. absurdly beautiful. Um, this rarely happens to me, but I was sitting there playing the demo. And I was waiting for the gorgeous cutscene to be over so that I could start playing. <laughs> and the attendant had to come up to me and yeah. say, you, you can actually play now. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's actually the game. And I was wow. like, seriously, this is the game? And then I moved the controllers yeah. around. I thought, oh my god, this is the game. The yeah. game actually looks this good. It's only a matter so, of time before that happens. So yeah, yeah. so it's, like, it's, it's absurdly beautiful. I mean, nice. anybody that wants to show off their gorgeous home theater with a huge screen and yeah. the PS4, they're going to bust this game out. This is going to be their demo material. Yeah. The one thing that I am concerned about is that once I actually got into the shooting, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, shooting's okay. <laughs> it's just... So I was like, oh, God, is this going to be like Rise, you know, that Xbox One launch game where it was like just ridiculously good looking, but when people played it, it was like, yeah, it was this garbage. is just a crap God of War yeah. clone. Yeah, so. well, speaking of ridiculously good looking, um, I'm not going to talk about you, Wayne. Okay. Um, no, I saw the... Um, no, but I saw I saw the uh, five minutes of gameplay footage from uh, Arkham City. I knew oh, that. it was amazing. Looks so Knight. good, Arkham Knight. Okay. Hopefully, 
Arkham Knight. Yeah, no, the, the city just looks so vast and controlled, and I love that you that it has the Wayne Tower. Yeah, Batman. And I that's, know. That's what and, happens when you go for a gem. Oh god, it looks so, it looks insane. I was gonna pick it up and just kind of pass out. Maybe that's all I'm gonna do. Yeah. And the fact that uh, Scarecrow is the main villain, and they were already even just in the trailer. My favorite part of that whole series was the moment where, in uh, Arkham Asylum, when they had that awesome sequence where it looked like your game was crashing, oh, yeah. and it was just relaunching as part of a, a, a Scarecrow sequence. Yeah. They already did that in the trailer. So clearly the game's going to be filled with that. Yeah. And that was always like the stuff that... The one thing that I really missed in Arkham City was the Scarecrow stuff. They did some stuff with uh, Razo Cool to kind of make up for yeah, it, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. And the fact that they're building the whole game around that, God, I can't wait. And, you know, let's face it, the Joker's going to come back at a certain point, too. It's going to be awesome. You, you need the Joker. Yeah, yeah. of course. I'm not going to not have the Joker. This is the last one. Yeah. I'll be, clearly, the Joker faith is definitely the last one. Okay. Just for this plot. That goes without saying. Anyway, that's going to be great. Phil's excited. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. He is excited. I can't believe you didn't get to play it. Did they not have a playable, or did you just not want to deal with the line? No, no, no. There, there, there was like uh, an unfortunate story behind that, which we will yeah. get into in the podcast. Oh. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Ooh, that boy. afterwards. Oh yeah. boy, drama. So, yeah, yes. Drama. There was drama. So. <laughs> is this going to affect me getting my review copy? Probably in a good way. Oh, sweet. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss this later. I'll tell you this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Um, all right. Do we have any more gaming news? You want me to move on to my news um, stories? The, the, the last gaming news. It's like you know, gaming industry journalism. Right. 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 Is, oh, uh, game yeah. So uh, game trailers got bought by somebody else, and promptly afterwards, half of the game trailer staff, right after E3, found mm. out that they were no longer a game trailer staff. They got asked. Bad. It was a massive axe. Yeah. It's like you know, imagine that. You know, it's like yeah, you're just you know, it's like running around. Like a headless chicken for yeah. E3, and then once the job is over, they come back and it's like, "Welcome back! You are fired." That's so horrible. They yeah. could have at least waited like a week or yeah. something. Yeah, that was terrible. But it's it's also kind of weird because you know, game trailers has been like you know the home of the Spike you know, Video Game Awards and all that sort of thing for a while now. So like, what what does this mean for? The video game awards. Yeah, well, is anyone going to miss the video game awards? Uh, they to be around anymore? Honestly, I'm not going to miss it. Yeah. But can't surely Spike could just take that over? I don't know. Honestly, honestly, yeah. honestly, I don't think they should. I, mean, no. it's like, I, I think that you know, it's like the um, Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences yeah. should just run with their show. Oh yeah, that's fair. done because it's just like the Oscars in that sense, yeah. where it's like you know a group of peers actually like votes on yeah. this stuff, and it's you know I when a bunch of developers say. This game has amazing levels. I tend to take their, you know, opinion yeah. a lot more seriously yeah. than, you know, some some guy off the it's street like, who only plays, you know, Call of Duty and says this game sucks because it's not Call of Duty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, that was a real bummer to hear. But yeah. I guess it was kind of inevitable, and like that site served a very important purpose for a long time. But mm-hmm. once YouTube came along, what are you gonna? Yeah. What, what, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Who wants yeah. professionally produced videos when you can just have some guy swearing into the microphone? Apparently that's what the people want. So. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer. Yeah. Sigh. Okay, moving right. on. Yeah. Okay, so, get into my news. Um, first up, uh, they um, announced who will play Kingpin. I know. In the Daredevil series. Okay, so who is it? It's Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Oh, he okay. He played uh, in Camilla 
Yeah, he was in Criminal Intent. He was he the was, bad guy in the cell, right? Yeah, so he was the bad guy in the cell. He was the Roach That's in right. Black. He was the Roach in Men in Black. Oh, right, and, yeah, of okay. course, he was the guy who went crazy in Full Metal Jacket. Right. Oh, yes. That's most right. amazingly. And, yeah, most, and not only that, overweight with a shaved head. So you got yeah. a little, you got a little, yeah. little sense of yeah. what we're going to get. Yes. Now, obviously, yeah, although Vincent D'Onofrio's eating habits are not incredibly healthy, he's not yeah. kingpin size, but... That's, bad. That's where I, bad suits come in. Yeah. I was surprised to hear this because when he was doing Law and Order Criminal Intent, you know how they had to keep switching off episodes because his health wasn't very good. That's right. Yeah. So has he gotten better? Um, I guess. Yeah. I have no idea. But, I mean, he also might just not have wanted to be on. Law and Order? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know I'm very excited about this. He's a he's a really strong actor, someone who really commits the world and can be incredibly evil and funny and, and everything that you want out of a good kingpin. And also it just finally confirms that the kingpin will indeed be the head villain of Daredevil, suggesting that if not now, at some point they will do Born Again, which would be a project okay. just for me. Um, so anyway, very excited by that. Um, still can't wait to look. I still can't look. Can't. Blah, 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 blah. Still want to see it. Can I ask you if your related news has to do with the leaked DC scripts? Yeah, but that was one thing we could talk about their plan, their insane plan of like eight movies in three years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't too thrilled oh, to see that. Yeah. Okay. What if it was an Aquaman movie? Yeah, and they announced who's playing Aquaman this week. Who is it's playing? Fucking Aquaman? Jason Momoa. Yeah. Who's that? He's the guy who played Conan in the terrible Conan remake. He wow. Was, he was on Baywatch. Okay. Um, he's not a good actor. <laughs> He's not a good actor. He's just a bodybuilder, and it just confirms that this whole thing is going to be puffed up nonsense. This is going to be a buff mermaid. That makes me sad. Pretty much. This yeah. is making me sad. Yeah, it's a real bummer. It's like they're casting the movie based on the art for the '90s DC like comics. They, they were want terrible. To fail. Yeah. It's so weird. A it's lot like, of DC movies seem like they want to fail. Yeah. Look at all the Batman Superman movies they're getting. And they're cranking out so many of them so quickly, it's gonna like they're gonna flood the market and they're gonna yeah. ruin superhero movies. 2017 is the Flash and Green Lantern Yeah, now? which was Oh, they're weird. doing Green Lantern again? Yeah, they're doing Green with Lantern again, but they're partnering with the Flash, which is stupid. Okay. Because why uh, yeah, uh, the whole thing is just The only one that's yeah. not a superhero movie is they're doing Sandman. Oh right. Yeah. But also oh no no. What? I was going to say Green Lantern and The Flash would be this t- TV spinoffs, but then I realized that's Green Arrow, not Green Lantern, and I said yeah. stupid. Um, so I'm going to retract that statement. Retract it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I saw that. I was just bummed out. I didn't really break anything down on it, and the whole thing just they, looks They are going to do their Wonder Woman movie, because they kept getting canceled, and then put back Yeah, they are. Oh, so the Wonder Woman movie is also happening? Um, yeah. They still okay. using that chick that doesn't look anything like Yeah, with the, the, girl, the, the, the little skinny girl who can't fight and can't speak English. What is going on over there? Oh, my God. It, I don't know who's... Warner, get yeah. your act together. They put David Gore and Zack Snyder in charge, and they're idiots. But <laughs> how do you really screw that up so badly? Because they put idiots in charge, Mel. They are doing Justice League. Very simple. Yeah, but who cares if it's a crappy Justice League? No, it's going to be a crappy League. Justice yeah. League. No, the whole thing's just a mess. I know. Yeah, I'm upset by the whole thing. You need to cheer up? Go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. That'll be good. Or um, the or if you want to watch something great, which I showed you earlier, there's the uh, new Dawn of the Planet of the Apes trailer, which looks so good. That looks, looks like it's going to bring the house down. It's I don't so like good. using the word epic. It does look like crazy yeah. human versus ape action. It looks like insane. Of, yeah. They're going to actually do the war by the looks of it. it yeah, it, this, this is the movie yeah. that there's like everybody that likes Planet Apes wanted to see, but it yeah. just was not technically feasible yeah. until now. Okay. Totally, yeah. I feel like a minority because I really like the movies up until now, and I don't really want to see. The want to see the fest of ape war. Ape war. Oh, it's not going to be gory. It's going to be PG-13. It'll be fine. Yeah. Is it really going to be PG-13? Of course. Yeah. 
Why, 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 they're not going to make an R-rated Planet of the Apes movie. No, they're not. They're, they're, they've never done that, except for Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, and it's great. But um, no, but uh, what I'm really excited about is, um, if you'll allow me to indulge my Planet of the Apes geek at the moment, oh, uh, the last of the original Planet of the Apes movies was called Battle for the Planet of the Apes, but and it should have been the Battle for the Planet of the Apes, but it was at a time when they were trying to launch a TV series and a cartoon and children's toys. So they ruined it, and yeah. it was really cheap and really yeah. lame, and yeah. ended with the statue crying. And yeah. it's awful. Oh, the crying yes. statue. I remember it's awful. that. Yeah. It's just awful. And it always bummed the me out. Tear. It always bummed me out because there was such great potential. Because they got into a point in the franchise where at that point you'd become aligned with the apes because you'd watched Conquest and Escape where the apes were actually the heroes as opposed to the villains. Yeah. So you were in this weird, morally ambiguous place where you have this war where you've now followed the apes, you're rooting for them, but at the same time you are a human. So you kind of want the humans to win too. So really, Moria ambiguous, really tough. That looks exactly like this movie that they're making. Well, I'm very know, if, excited. If you want moral ambiguity, who better to go to than Gary Oldman for that? Yeah. Who is in this movie? As he is, as the leader of the humans. Yeah. Which is perfect. And Gary Oldman versus yeah. apes. Gary Oldman is ready to yell. Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, Guy's man. gotta yell. Looks so good. Looks so, so, so good. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, definitely check that out and get excited. Like, it's it's I, an impressive trailer. Um, When's the release date on that? Does release that date on what is July, mid-July. Okay. So it's coming up real fast. Mm-hmm. Probably, I feel like probably a, exactly one month from uh, today. Because okay. today's technically Friday, because that's when the podcast goes up. So obviously Wait. we recorded it on Friday. Um, <laughs> and um, news that, unfortunately, our, our silent editor won't be able to chime in on because he's all uh, allergied up, but you'll appreciate this, Brendan. Uh, it's been announced that uh, Matt Wagner and Quentin Tarantino are going to team up to write a Django Zorro crossover comic. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. This is happening? That's a thing that's happening. Okay. Um, yeah, they did a comic book adaptation of Django that was the full script, had extra things in it, and um, I uh, didn't read much of it. I just sort of flipped through an issue, but it looked good and apparently did really well. And Tarantino is a big comic book geek. Did if we were go dip all the way back to True Romance? I remember Christian Slater played the guy who worked at the comic store then, and also um, Reservoir Dogs had that awesome line, "Motherfucker looks just like the thing," which was great. And so he's yeah, um, so he's always quietly really enjoyed that, and this is clearly a chance for him to indulge in that. The two of them, yeah. I guess Matt Wagner's been writing his Zorro book. I never read it. Uh, Brendan, can you signal? Look? No, he hasn't read it either. Um, so, uh, but it's supposed to be quite good, and I guess. Because they're both sort of figures of revenge, they're going to team up, do some sort of historical fiction dealy, and uh, frankly, I can't wait. It's really exciting. Okay, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be really, really fun. That was a weird one. That one caught me off guard. Yeah. Yeah. So that's happening. And then the other thing is, did you guys ever see the People versus George Lucas that documentary? No. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's good and infuriating because it's just a bunch of like self-entitled people that you don't want to be friends with. But it's still, it's still fun. I mean, it's a good chronicling of the sort of you know, the transition of George Lucas being the most the beloved figure and all geeked him to the most hated. But um, in perhaps a slightly too ambitious decision, the people who made that are making a sequel to come out uh, when the new Star Wars movie come out, looking at whether or not so it's a good idea. Yeah, it's basically looking at whether or not it's a good idea if George Lucas has given it to Disney, if Disney are the right people. It seems like you'd maybe wait until at least a movie existed to make that documentary. One but Yeah, but they're making it anyway, um, so that's on the way. So if you want to see angry people complaining about Star Wars outside of YouTube, 
you'll soon be able to do so. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think I actually do. No. You're going to blame everybody Should. for uh, Harrison Ford's broken Shouldn't. ankle? Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Harrison Ford's broken ankle. Did you hear how? Yeah, the, the Millennium Falcon, Falcon door. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon door broke his leg. Broke his leg. Which, like, how intensive a Millennium Falcon set have they built? The yeah, doors break one, legs. How heavy is that door? Yeah. Two, if he was like a step backwards, would he have just crushed him? I suppose and so. And he'd be dead. Yeah, no, we got lucky with that one. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Is that karma? He broke his is, leg. Is that what this is? Something like that. Yeah. Apparently, it's not going to affect the role much because they'll just be able to put him in a walking cast. Okay. Because I doubt they were going to depend on Harrison Ford to carry <laughs> the action scenes. No, yeah, yeah. They, the they're, they're not going to have yeah. him going into a role and no. like shooting people with a blaster. And all. That was a fool's errand yeah. for sure. But um, but anyway, yeah, that was bizarre. Um, lots of jokes online quoting the line "Hear me, baby, hold together," which oh. I approved of. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I guess he's fine. Um, but yeah, they're making it, and they're hurting Harrison Ford doing it. So. No, I mean, I, I, was, I was actually like, I, I actually had a bit of an emotional moment when the you know, photos leaked, and I saw that they were building like a full scale. Oh, I know. Apparently, it's, it's like, not very stable. It doesn't yeah, matter. It's stable. there. It's there. And it's also, real. It's not CG. Yeah. They actually built a full scale Millennium Falcon. That yeah. made me so. Well, though, I get the impression that what we saw was the complete constructed Millennium Falcon because they'll just fill in the rest with CGI. At this yeah. Point. But still, the fact that they built that much, and I really like JJ Abrams' little joke that he did. Did you see that? I think so. In response, he tweeted out the note that said, um, I really wish people would stop le- leaking photos from the set, yeah. especially oh, yeah. people playing ridiculous games about Millennium Falcon being the movie, and then put it, the note on the like, game board. Yeah, from yeah so that was a great job. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Harrison Ford, hope you're doing okay. He's Harrison Ford, he'll be fine. Oh, he smokes so much pot, he's not going to feel a thing. <laughs> he'll be okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so anyway, that's it for me, for movie news, but okay. good stuff this week. Aside from the DC thing, that's smell. That's, that's never been. <laughs> hey, no, I'm glad you brought it up. We should have talked about it. I actually had news. No, nah, no, 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 I'm glad you brought it up. We needed to talk about it. We need, we need to discuss how unfortunate. We need to I'm all bummed out about it now, but the, yeah, it's a real bummer. Warner right? Brothers, you're wrecking DC. Stop it. So, so stop wrecking DC. So You've got this gold mine of like a you know, myth and legend at your fingertips, and you yeah. just keep putting it through the cheese grater. Maybe Sandman will be okay. Yeah, Sandman has potential, at least. Um, I mean, Neil Gaiman is actually involved in that. Yep, yep. yep. And that's also just one where you can't really do a poppy version of Sandman. Yeah. You're kind of... No, I mean, yeah, he's he's not suddenly going to be running into a phone booth changing into the Sandman. The the nature of the character is so specific. Oh, I'm definitely going to find a way to screw up now that you've let it. Not with Neil involved. It all comes down to whether or not Zack Snyder ends up directing. Yeah. It's as simple as that. That's true. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And he might. You never know. It is gothic. I, I don't want yeah. to see shirtless, so like gothic. buff, shirtless Sandman breathing in <laughs> sweat, exactly. punching out people in slow motion. <laughs> just I can't believe. Or like enter the Sandman. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's well, that's who they got to play like Aquaman. That's yeah. Like Bodybuilder that can't speak. Yeah. What's the point? What they need to do is they need to go back in time and they need to get the lead singer from The Cure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> as yeah, as yeah, yeah. Morpheus, because you know. On more than one occasion, Neil has admitted that you know, he was one of the influences for mm-hmm. turning the look of the original Earth. Sandman. Was Cure's lead singer. So but if it just screw up the DC, one of the influences on God yeah. as well, yeah. exactly. Just in general, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so there you course. go. Yeah. yeah. But if, he's, if they're going to script like the DC universe, at least go down fighting and put Sandman in the Justice League. Yeah. No. Oh my God. No. I don't want Sandman in the Justice League. Yeah. No. Leave, leave Sandman alone. Just just keep him away from the rest yeah. of the DC universe. Well, I, ideally, at some point, they they might do that Dark Justice League that 
he's, he's special and mythical and life altering, and it's like DC Universe, you can't have him, he's mine, he's all mine. It's like, no, 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 I won't share that, no. You're gonna no, screw it up, really screw it up no. like, royally and just no. really do it. No. And I'm also <laughs> relieved that Swamp Thing isn't on the docket yet because the world needs a proper Swamp Thing movie, and this lineup of people is not gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, when, when you say the world needs a proper Swamp Thing, you're like referring to Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Because, I mean, there are other versions of Swamp Thing which I think have been accurately portrayed in movies. Yeah, sadly. Exactly. And I do enjoy I do enjoy, enjoy the Wes Craven movie yeah. for pure camp value. Yeah. Because um, that suit, like, you can see visible tears in the suit yeah. as the movie goes on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there, need, there needs to be a real one. The technology's finally here. They could do it. Yeah. Um, so, hopefully someday. I was learning about Alan Moore the other day, and yeah. he has openly said that he has run into John Constantine twice in his life. The real guy? He the, he couldn't stop thinking about John Constantine, and yeah. he feels that he's run into the actual John Constantine, dressed exactly the same, twice yeah. in his life. Are you, are you sure he just didn't run into Sting and was on a lot of drugs? No, apparently okay. he's dressed like John Constantine. He is a wizard. Or it's warlock. true, he is a wizard, or Whatever yeah. it is that he's calling it's himself true. now, he is a wizard slash warlock. So, yeah. Like, yeah. So he feels that yeah. he is run into John The dude's Constantine. bristling with cosmic magic. It's like, you know, I, I don't claim to understand it, but that's what he's saying. That's, so. that's really unsettling. Yeah. I don't agree with that one, but... But that's his claim. I know. Yeah, so. I know. You can bristle with cosmic magic. It's a thing. I suppose. Just, you know... Do you actually know anybody bristling with cosmic magic? I'm not that fortunate. Okay. I'm sure those uh, Scientologists are yeah. bristling with cosmic magic. Yeah. It's true. And Theons, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, I can talk about movies now if you like to do that. I'll talk about okay, movies. Okay, yeah. Um, so like first, the first I could do, uh, did you guys, anyone see 22 Jump Street last week? Oh, no. So funny. Is it good? Oh, so I, I really want that movie to be good. Yeah, no, yeah. they, re- they so, recaptured the original big time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, and it's like the... This is a rated R movie, right? I guess, it, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm trying I mean, to I saw think. a red band trailer was, for it, so I presume if you have a red yeah, band. Well, trailer, the thing is, because we're in eight. because we're in Canada, mm-hmm. it's, it's a real break zone. Oh, okay. It basically comes down to like. I think it was a 14-8. Yeah, it sounds about right. Because okay. it basically comes down to the studios; they make more money by going for it. Because the problem is, we don't have our like in the U.S. Because mm-hmm. in the U.S., it's just if you have someone over 18, you can get in. Okay. Versus here, it's basically NC-17, you get an R. They have 18A, but no. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it is, but yeah, no. It's just like how the first one, the primary joke was about how how dare they try to make a movie out of Twenty One Jump Street? What a bad idea! Mm-hmm. This one is how dare they try to make a sequel? Like the first, it opens with this ridiculous action scene. It's kind of funny, kind of not, and you're kind of like, oh, this is not not quite right. And then uh, promptly, uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum have a meeting with Nick Offerman where he says. Yes, well, because your last mission was so successful, we've decided to send you on another mission that's exactly the same, except you have twice the budget to do it, and we don't know why, because we think that's just a mistake, but we're going for it anyway. And so, and so they go, and so they, uh, Ice Cube sets up shop uh, at 22 Jump Street in a church directly across the street that's much bigger and has a much bigger office for This him. is great. Oh, it's amazing. Oh it's amazing, yeah. And then they go... This sounds amazing. They go to college, and right from the start, everyone's commenting on how they look way too old to yeah. be in college. That's also it's, perfect. It's mind-bogglingly meta. It's okay. super funny. It's a great commentary on sequels, and it ends with this... Um, Oh, wait, are you going to ruin anything? Well, no, no, no. It's, just, okay. it's just an end credit montage. I'm going to give it away, but I won't give away any specific jokes okay. in it, where they do this end credit montage where they imagine an entire fictional franchise that goes, like, 20 sequels deep and do all these fake trailers and posters for it. Oh, okay. That's so funny and mm-hmm. such a great commentary on 
overextending franchises that they just can't make another one because that joke's too good. And they gotta they gotta protect the integrity of that joke because okay. God, it's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, the th- it's a little baggy and it, it feels a little rushed. It can, like the screenplay isn't quite as tight as mm-hmm. the last one. But it, they kind of get away with it. But because, it's still funny. No, it's like, that's the it's thing. super funny, and they kind of get away with it because any of the flaws that are in it are the flaws of sequels, and they kind of can kind of just pretend mm-hmm. that that was all intentional. So it, <laughs> it's a real cake and eat it two scenario. I think it's just as funny as the first one. Um, it's a miracle that they made those two so good, and uh, I do. I, I hope they stop, if only because. Um, I'd like to see those guys do other stuff. Yeah. But between, and that means that going for a third will probably kill the magic. For sure. Yeah, so. But between, but it's already been a big hit, and mm-hmm. so between that and the Lego movie, uh, yeah, Lord and Miller. These guys are on a comedy. They basically street, have, yeah. yeah, they basically have carte blanche to do whatever they want. Kings of comedy. And there are two guys yeah. that I would not, I would, there are very few film actors who I'd like to have full carte blanche. In fact, I wager right now within two, three years they'll have their own superhero franchise and a huge one. And it could be all over pretty well guaranteed. In fact, I wouldn't even be surprised if they get the Avengers after Joss Whedon mm-hmm. loses it. Uh, or loses it. Steps aside. Yeah. And he's got it until he Maybe they'll give it them the Justice League. No, that's <laughs> never going to happen in a million years. It's too bad. Um, I know. That Shannon Tatum and Jonah Hill will show up in the Justice yeah. League? Yeah. There's, no, there's no brooding in their that's work. And, and that's it, what... It that's doesn't what, need to be there. There's nothing to be brooding probably the Justice League. That's what Warner okay. Brothers wants. They, oh, they, could, they could have them... They, they could have them... Faces. They could have them comedically brooding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not... Brooding no, Warner's, the Warner's going serious. So. We're getting the badass Aquaman movie where oh, he's got yeah. big muscles and he beats the shit out of dolphins. And the tiny Wonder Woman movie? That's what you've always wanted to see. Yeah, and a little tiny, teeny tiny Wonder Woman movie where she dances around and tights. And says, Oh, yes, I'm the Wonder Woman um, yeah, no, uh, God. But anyway, yeah, 22 Jump Street, can't recommend that enough. Check that out. And this week, um... I'm so happy to hear that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, no, it's definitely great. Really looking forward to this. No, okay. but run, run to see it. It's a lot of fun. Um, Jump to see it. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Wow. Good job, How about that? Yeah. Good job. Um, so there's that. And then, uh, this week, um, the big release is Jersey Boys, which is garbage and does not relate to our demographic at all. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's Except that's for the good. fact that... Music's good, right? No. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's the old songs. But, <laughs> but, um, but they, it's just like Clint Eastwood just... They, people need to tell them, you did good. Go. Go home, have a nap, just live it up. There's no need for you to continue doing this. We should put him out in the pasture. Yeah, we should. He should be taken out. He's, you know what? Morgan Freeman should take him out in the desert on horses, on horseback. And you should get him to kneel down in the desert and tell him to see the rabbits. Look, okay. for, look for the rabbits. Oh, yeah. And etc. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. So, anyway, the movie I'm going to look at this week is a smaller release. It is um, The Double. Um, it's a movie with Jesse Eisenberg, um, directed by Richard Aonati. Uh, he did, did you guys ever see Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? No. God, that I show is so funny. It, you guys love it. It's a great show. It's a, show. it's a British comedy series that's sort of predicated on the idea that there was this fictional. Uh, 80s horror author was like a sub Stephen King named Garth Marenghi and he and his friend who was a pornography baron uh, self-financed and made their own horror hospital television show but it was so terrible that no network would air it so the show as it exists now is them finally getting it on the air so it's this perfectly crafted fake crappy 80s horror horror show with interviews with them in modern day talking about how amazing it was and how it changed their lives it's brilliant 
Okay. So that was the first thing this guy did. He also made the movie Suffering. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's nope. kind of a whimsy, Wes Anderson-y type movie. Oh, well. It was a good time. It's Wes Anderson. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, so this I finally is... got around to watching Grand Budapest, and I really liked it. Oh, so, so good, huh? It was great! Yeah. So good. I think it's one of his best. Might possibly his funniest. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, oh, it's man. a good time. I was well, awesome. check, so check that out, huh? Actually, Grand I, I Budapest was, Hotel. I'm going to watch it. It's a great time. Okay. Well, why didn't you watch it? I have got it on Blu-ray. I'm on Blu-ray. I know, me too. Obviously, what I looked right watched wasn't that good. Yeah, well done. I can run it to you on Blu-ray. Good choice. Yeah, watch yeah it. there you go. It's, 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 it's great. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, this one's a little different. Um, it's based on a Dostoevsky uh, short story, um, but feels more like uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil or a Polanski, Paranoid Polanski movie. That's, that's actually still Dostoevsky-ish. Yeah. It predates all those guys. For sure. So. Co- combination between the two, um, but uh, very darkly comedic. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg stars as, in a very Jesse Eisenberg-like role as a sort of uh, lonely, awkward loser in a like vaguely futuristic... Yeah, he's all right. I, li- I liked him in Now You See Me. He was great yeah, in the social network. That. He was great I in the social network. I really hated him in the social network, yeah. which was the point. Yeah. I did. I, I like him. I like him. But so anyway, he plays this really awkward, uh, nevish character in a like vaguely totalitarian Orwellian type uh, future society. Um, who just like he's obsessed with this girl who lives across the street, played by Mia Wyakoska, or however you pronounce her name. Um, who, uh, but he like can't even speak with her. He feels they, yeah, he feels they have a deep connection, but only from observing her. No one in the office pays attention to him, especially his boss, played by Wallace Shawn, who's always great to see in a movie. And you know who Wallace Shawn is, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Inconceivable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, so, um, yeah, very sad, pathetic life. And then one day, just to emphasize how shitty his life is, uh, an exact duplicate of him shows up, also played by Jesse Eisenberg, who looks exactly like him. Um, except Did they ever explain this personality wise no okay. except personality wise um, they are completely different he's brash confident big hit with the ladies sarcastic manipulative and as the outward sign of how pathetic Jesse Eisenberg 1.0 the sad version is um, no one else even notices that they look similar except for the two of them they form a friendship and the Jesse Eisenberg 2.0 gradually destroys Jesse Eisenberg 1.0 owes life just because he can and it turns into a very paranoid uh uh, so surrealistic horror really film. Really does sound very Dostoevsky-ish. Very much yeah, so. so. Very much so. Um, but what's great about it is it, it is ultimately a comedy as well. It's very amusing. Obviously, towards the end, things get very dark and heady. Um, but uh, it's it's really, really interesting. Jesse Eisenberg is excellent in it just because he gets to do his two performances. Yeah. Does Nevish Awkward Guy, does and Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. So. The two of them doesn't really well. It's probably, yeah, it's like if you like Jesse Eisenberg, it's like crack. For Jesse Eisenberg fans, I suppose. Um, oh, they're out there. Yeah, I'm no, sure definitely. Um, but yeah, it's very funny, very weird. The production design, um, very interesting. Has a very much a Brazil kind of like handmade, haphazard future world. Okay. Um, and yeah, what's most impressive about it is sort of uh, um returned a really interesting writer. Um, and he is actually able to, as both writer and director, handle this sort of, okay. A, the philosophical weight, but more importantly, the dark and disturbing atmosphere. Okay. Which, based on the fact that he'd only done comedy until now, yeah. was a real surprise. And yeah, it's a really, really, really interesting yeah, flick. Sort of weird, disturbing, being John Malkovich sort of vibe. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Kaufman is yeah. another reasonable yeah. uh, compa- point of comparison, for sure. Um, it's definitely like a movie defined by its influences. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, if you're irritated by that, like, you know, almost every scene you're like, oh, those are the cops from Orson yeah. Welles' version of Cop is the Trial. 
that's the computer console from mm-hmm. Brazil, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. That might get on your nerves, mm-hmm. but that's just, you know, this is only this guy's second movie. That's kind of what first movies are like. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's turning into a really, really interesting filmmaker. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was really fascinating, strange, dark, funny, unique movie. Okay. Playing in theaters now should be on streaming okay, and uh, so forth. Actually, this sounds like a movie that I could do. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. When it shows up on streaming services, which I'm sure it will within oh, a yeah. matter of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, the way that world that world works now. I, uh, I highly recommend checking out. It's weird. It's uh, one of those movies that we like yeah. that you don't expect to see anymore, mm-hmm. but every now and then come out, and uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. Really, really cool. Does it actually look like it has much of a budget in terms of set design and all that, or does it yeah. feel I mean, like, like, you know, like a smaller film? Uh, no, like it, it looks like they had the money they needed. Like, okay. it, it, like, it's a character-driven movie. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going to see huge CGI sweeping right, landscapes yeah. or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's all but practical it doesn't effects. Cheap. I mean, like, not at all. Flimsy or no, like not at all. It doesn't look like they were working above their means. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, effects like you'd see in early Terry Gilliam movies or something where, yeah. like, it's deliberately shadowy mm-hmm. because they could only afford three pieces of set. Yeah. But you only notice that if you're looking for it and yeah. thinking about it. If it looks if like you're it being was, self-conscious. Exactly, like, yeah. yeah. It looks All like right, it looks like that was the design. No, no, I was really impressed by how it was put together. Okay, cool, yeah. Because, I mean, it's like it doesn't sound like an expensive movie, so I was a little concerned that it might yeah. feel <laughs> no. budget. Uh, Definitely not expensive. But, no, it doesn't... No, he's, um, yeah, really well-produced, very efficient, very... Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I was really pleasantly surprised by it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's a good little. I mean, about as opposite from Twenty Two Jump Street as one could possibly get. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, no, yeah. it's it's, a, it's an odd mix. But yeah, 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 but still, both very funny, very weird, very unique. Um, yeah, I totally want to watch both of these movies. Now. Yes. Although, like, my as you should. Twenty Two Jump Street, just because like, I love the comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. they're a great team, and I, the Lego Movie came out on Blu-ray this week. I watched it again, and I it's amazing how well it holds up. I have not watched it yet. Awesome, watch it. I will probably watch it. Then. So awesome! In fact, there, I really recommend they have a couple uh, uh, Lego animated shorts that they did that you can tell looking at them were actually done with animated Lego. Okay, they were clearly made by the filmmakers. In particular, the best one is they do a music video of the song. This is on the disc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. These are special features. They I do a, they do a music video to the Batman song on, on the end credits. I don't know if you hung around for that. It's like a fake goth. College like I, said, I, song. I still haven't seen the Lego movie. So. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, my God. I'm going to watch it probably today. Yeah, no, it's you have to. No, man, Wayne, you're going to love it so I, I much. I have to watch Grand Budapest first. I can understand, <laughs> I can understand setting up priority. No, no, I understand. Yes, my list is cool as ice. <laughs> wow. Cool as ice is a really good time. You're going to have a, you're going to enjoy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, that's one of those magical crap movies. And and one that doesn't have a cult that's deserving it. So I want to wrap up. a phrase that you hear often, magical crap. Yeah, like, no, it is. It is. It's amazing. Like, you watch it and you're just like, how did anyone ever consider financing this at any time? Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Drugs in Hollywood. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, no, it's a movie fueled by cocaine for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely. And also just that weird period of time when people took Vanilla Ice seriously for reasons yeah. best known to those unfortunate souls. Before who they so, sobered yeah. up. Yeah. <sighs> cool as ice. Um, anyway, so yeah, what's that? Do we have any, what you been playing stuff to talk about? I haven't really been playing anything. I played Mario Kart. Oh, how fun. So I actually played something. Yeah, so much fun, right, Mel? Um, I do like it. I don't seem to love it as much as the people around me love it. But you also had it hyped up to you. That might be why, because I, I had, I had a ton of friends who got highly addicted to playing it. Oh, yeah? So I thought, oh, That's I pretty standard with Mario Kart, though. Yeah, and I love Mario Kart, but yeah, I wasn't as impressed as everyone else seemed to have been. And yeah. probably did have to do the overhype. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a logical progression of Mario Kart. It is. Yeah. I, I swear to God, those racers always get 
better in the last race. Because I'm always doing fine, and then all of a sudden they get everything they need ever in life. You talking about human or no, computer? computer. Yeah, that seems how they do. That how it seems how it works. Yeah. The the thing that upset me the most is the battles. Why yeah, are the they ruined gone? it. I know they ruined it. They really <coughs> did. It doesn't make any sense because those tracks were clearly, even though they were using materials developed for the regular yeah. tracks, they were originally designed. No, I know it made no sense so, to me. Wait, because you know how in old Mario Kart you had, when you did the battle, it was like arena, a small space. Right. Now they're using race tracks as the arena. So you spend most of your time driving Just around, not up. seeing yeah. anybody. Just to find okay, that's, yeah. that's a weird design. Like, a set of people will go one direction and some people will go the other direction, mm-hmm. but you can spend so much time just not seeing anyone. Yeah. It just gets really boring. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> real shame that they ruined that, because that was always one of my favorite aspects. Uh, a friend yeah. of mine said that it, it's been rumored that they're going to release some DLC, which will be Arenas. Oh. Which people I, will buy. People oh, will pay yeah. for it. Evil of microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Garbage. And I will run out and buy them if they do get yeah, it. Absolutely. Most people will. Yeah, yeah, because those tracks are just irritating. They're garbage, yeah. You can't even, it's not even more tracks. But the tracks they designed for the actual races are pretty amazing. Some of them are great, yeah. that music track. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I even like the way that they updated the old tracks. So yeah, like you, you can play. They they still feel like the classic ones. It but took me a second to figure the SNES one. I was like going around, I'm like this looks really familiar. <laughs> Wait a second, is yeah. the SNES track just bigger? Yeah, 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 right? yeah. the and bridge yeah. is bigger. Yeah, and then it obviously has the anti gravity stuff as well. Yeah, now I I was really impressed by it. It's a ton of fun, and feels like after this E3, the sort of sick of Nintendo being like. Guess what? We still make games, fools. So I'm actually kind of excited for Smash Brothers. But what, what impressed me... Me too. Did you me... see the Conan? Uh... No, I don't. Oh, it's so funny. I don't, I'm just, I'm not really going to watch anything. I'm just going to wait and then just run out quiet. But what impressed me most with Mario Kart is the two people online capabilities. Yeah. That so, works really well. Yeah, Mike and I can play on one console online. Yeah. And you always see people who are in pairs. So you're like, oh, it's all friends. But uh, yeah. So you know how to uh, play up. And the other thing that impressed me was the, actually using the Wii U pad. It's actually really. I never used well. it. What do you use it for? You get exactly what you see on the screen. So I can sit comfortably on my couch, far away from a TV, and race just using the Wii U screen. Yeah. And Mike can just use the the TV. But he also took oh. the Wii U pad into his room. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. Yeah. I do not done that. No. Yeah. Because we were like, no, 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 it's not gonna make it. So like, yeah. like it actually worked pretty well. It does. So remote play works. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like it does on the PS. Remote play totally. Yeah, but I didn't expect it to work because you know Nintendo is really kind of uh, shoddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I liked it for. Uh, I think it's a good thing for families probably. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's true. Not fighting over TV. That, that's what they advertise it as, right? Like, look, you someone can watch the news and you can play your game. I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's gonna work. And yeah, yeah, actually, no, it really works. Well. Like, I was totally playing video games while my wife was watching the soccer games. Right, because you were on your Vita. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Please, an amazing yeah. idea. It totally works. Yeah, it's clever for yeah. sure. No, that was a, like a very 21st century moment for me. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I was like. So it's the woman that's watching the sporting event mm-hmm. while the guy is like remote streaming mm-hmm. a game from the console onto the Vita to play. It's like there's absolutely nothing 20th century about this moment. Mm-hmm. Of course, neither of us were white, which makes it even more 21st century. So. Very true. Yeah. Those two Asian world, people like watching soccer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the colored people are taking over. Somebody's <laughs> got to do something about this. It's just like, you know, this, this, this just won't stand. It's yeah. true. So, there's nothing wrong about being proud of your heritage. Well, as long as you're white. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's what I mean. No, no, no. That's what I mean. As, you know, as, as a visible minority, yeah. it's like I completely embrace the fact that I should be ashamed of not being white. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, you see how yeah. great we are. Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah, it's like, I wish I were white. It's yeah. like, yeah, doesn't everybody? It's like, right. yeah. 
So, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. still getting sued. Well, I'm glad you're coming. Around. I'm glad you're coming around. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. No, I, I, I came out of the closet on wanting to be white, like you know, decades ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even in the closet with that. Yeah. I was always so, just like, I want to be white. I have a question for you. If you made I worked a, so hard on this accent to sound white. If you made a me a Nintendo, would it be white? Um, probably. That's self. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. That's self-loathing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. No, it's not. No, it's 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 only self-loathing if you're white and you don't want to be white. If you're a visible minority and you want to be white, <laughs> you just it's want to just the in. proper yeah, no, thing. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, See, right, so right. it's a, a. In fact, now that you mention it, why do they have other races? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right? I've always wondered about that. Because Nintendo's trying to because Nintendo's like, trying to create an idealic universe, mm-hmm. right? So, so let's get this together. Yeah. 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 And it will be an ideal universe. Yeah. 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 See, there, yeah, there, there's no racial tension if everybody's white, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's like, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Nintendo, yeah, yeah get on that. Just make everybody yeah. white. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I want to be white. You know, Okay. I think we've really solved some problems today. I think we have, yeah. yeah. It's like Martin Luther King, the solution was to just make everybody white. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. Actually, we had Because everybody's time. equal when everyone's white. <laughs> it's true. We had a fun time viewing the uh, the Mies races and where, where in the world they're from. Okay. Interesting to see. Oh, right. Of course. Because, because they're little flags. Yeah. yeah. And it, even some of them say the states or like country and then there's some... Yeah. Including someone from the Yukon. I didn't think they had technology in the Yukon. Wait, the Yukon has a flag? No, it's Did they get their own flag in the Yukon? Okay, so I was just wondering because you were just saying that they had no, their like own if, flags. No, like if they're in like... like you can see the Union Jack or okay. the, the but, Japanese yeah. flag and stuff like that. So it's always interesting. Cool. Yeah, and I was playing with stealth pre-release. It was actually hard to find set of matches and stuff. But the, the only thing I didn't really get to uh, <coughs> experience. Phil's got to stop turning away from me. I know, I'm really bad at that. You should take back the Wii U, though, so you can play online. Yeah, I should do that. You should. Yeah, let's you do that, though. Yeah, you can gang right. up against the the visible minorities <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. on yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, you just show them what's what, all those visible minorities. Well, we should try to see if we can set up a thing where, like, if we beat you... You have to change your me to be white, and that could be like a thing that we do. See, but that would be useless yeah. for me because I would be like, "Ha ha, I'm already white. What are you gonna do about well, that?" No, that's why you get to be on the team. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love racial harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's yeah. an amazing thing, isn't it? When everybody's white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really hope no one takes it seriously. That would just be a lot of. Oh, we're just writing this. Bastards over there. They all want to be white. Like so, so what? You're only saying that because you're already one. You don't understand what it's like, man. Maybe they'll kickstart yeah. a documentary against yeah. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. The people versus CGM. So this is, this is just another one of those the podcasts. The visible minorities yeah. versus CGM. This is another one of those podcasts where it just went off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. At least it happened at the end. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, they maybe, stuck with, maybe most of the audience is already Yeah, so off. theoretically, yeah. if they stuck with us till now, they yeah. like us. <laughs> We've ruined maybe. that, yeah. Until now. That. <laughs> so. Yeah, end of that. Yeah, well, it was fun. I enjoyed it. So neither one of you has something to... Come on, wait. Oh, no, I've so many. Yeah, you know, you played a ton of stuff. I've been playing, like, tons of things. It's just like, you know, although the most recent one and the one that I'm actually genuinely most surprised about uh, was Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I've I've sort of been wondering whether the Halo guys could make this work because it's not Halo. And it seems like all they were ever good at was Halo. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Destiny could actually be its own thing. Cool. Um... The one thing that actually caught me off guard the more I played the game was how anti-Call of Duty it is. Yeah, in what way? It's like, yeah. well, okay, so you know how Call of Duty is about 
you're basically indestructible. You're you know funneled through a large corridor, just shooting guys up left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. um, there's really no character progression or anything like that. Just a ton of action set pieces, and at the end of it, you're like, woo! Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that was that was a roller coaster ride, and then you just get carted off to repeat that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And Destiny is like nothing like that. Mm -hmm. You have to make a character. Your character levels up. The levels are huge and open, so you actually can get lost. There's like you know tons and tons of stuff to explore. Mm -hmm. Your your gear actually like levels up with you. So if you've got a gun and you like it, the more you use that gun, the more powerful it's going to get. Oh, that's I like cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's um it's seamless co-op multiplayer. So there's no lobbies or anything like that. You know, it's like you will wander around just doing your own thing, and then all of a sudden you'll hear gunfire in the distance, and it'll be like. That's another player. Yeah. So you just trot over there to see what's happening, and this guy could just be getting like you know, completely ambushed by aliens. Yeah. And you can decide to be a nice guy and help them out, yeah. or you can be a jerk and just walk off yeah. and say, you know what, hey. I'm doing my own thing. That's fun. Yeah. Shooting them in the head might be one of the nice things to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I kind of played a mix of it, where sometimes I would help people out, and sometimes I would just go off on my own, and then. The thing that really impressed me is just how easy it is to actually play with your friends. I mean, you're like, you'll just be minding your own business, doing your own thing, and then all of a sudden you'll get a notification that your friend, who is also playing Destiny, has just invited himself and you know to your fire team. That's, that's what they call groups in this game. And suddenly they just pop up, and they're with you. And that's it. You don't have to go through a lobby or anything like that. You're just suddenly it's like, oh, hey, we're playing together. This is really cool. Cool. It's so you, need easy. Still, you need friends for this, though. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you are going to need friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a problem, yeah. So she says you only like white people. Yeah. Mm, and it's not that I only like white people, it's that I prefer yeah. white people. But well, no, see, my, my, my character that I created was like white as driven snow. Well, see, so they didn't get along, it was fine. Yeah. Super white, yeah. yeah. Um, just like not, definitely pale. Right? It's stopped going down this hallway. Yeah, oh, um, but uh, yeah, no, that's, that's true. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. So you're in the beta, right? No, I was in the alpha, which yeah, only sorry, lasted alpha. for a weekend. Yeah. Uh, there is going to be a beta in July, but uh, yeah, this this was a taste of the game. They they had you running through the Cosmodrome, which was just like this gigantic abandoned Russian complex with all kinds of caves and nooks and crannies and you know tons and tons of other places to explore. Mm. Um, the only thing that was an unpleasant surprise for me, which everybody is commenting on, is the fact that um, Peter Dinklage, oh, yeah. um, a.k.a. You know, it's like Tyrion Lannister from right Game now. of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He actually plays the role of your AI companion. Okay. It's like providing you with commentary and telling you mm -hmm. where to go. You know, it's like your, your guardian angel. And his recorded voice performance is not great. Oh, it's, it's flat. Yeah. It's phoned in. Yeah. It feels really, really phoned in. And mm. At first I thought, maybe it's just me, but then I started looking at comments around the internet and everybody's yeah, just like, he is one. really not good. Was he going for, like, that robot from... That's what people suspect. Like, people are thinking that that might be it. But you the, try it for something and problem, just fail epically? The problem is, is that they didn't modulate his voice to make him sound robot at all, so it really just sounds like bored <laughs> just bored. Tyrion Lannister. Oh, and, too bad. Yeah. So that that was actually a bit disappointing because like you've got such a great actor on your hands and he's just reading it all off in like flat monotone and you don't know whether you know he just did not have any decent voice acting direction or whether or not they deliberately told him to be a flat monotone robot. Yeah. Either way, it's like you know, it's not really impressive. Yeah. Too bad. Which is too bad because the rest of the game is you know actually pretty cool. I mean, it's like it controls really tightly because this is made by the guys that made Halo. So. 
and it's a first-person shooter, so mm -hmm. you know that it's not going to be like you know sloppy loose controls. Mm -hmm. it, it works very well, and it's it's got that addictive loot component to it. You know, it's like right. where you get a gun and you're like, oh, this gun is okay, but then you get another gun. And it's like, oh wait, this gun is really good, mm. and then you start using it. It's like, oh, I really like this gun. Wait, you know, can I get better guns? Can I? And then you start running around like a maniac, killing everything, trying to get better loot. So that addictive loot cycle has been implemented even early on in the game. Cool. And uh, what? You, you I just made me think. Did you see Tales from Borderlands? Were you ready? No, I did not. But other people did. Yes, I thought yes. other people did. Yes. Other people did see Tales from Borderlands. And um, you know, it's like that's that's another game to get excited about. This is a completely out of luck feel, but I did forget one bit of news thing that I specifically wanted to show you, Wayne, because I know you'd be excited about this. Okay. Which is that in uh, September? Yeah, early September, um, Brent Morrison's multi-university series is finally going to come out. Do you know what that is? It's it's his final DC thing, okay. excluding of course his Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. which is kind of completely great. Um, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's basically him his take on the multiverse. It's going to be a the DC multiverse. Yes, or, okay. he's going to be creating his own individual Bizarro multiverses. This is be so messed up. Yeah, that are eventually going to come together in one big story to okay. save the multiverse. Oof. How many issues is this supposed to be? I don't know exactly, but I've heard some fun ones. Like, I think there was going to be one... I want to say Wonder Woman fighting Nazis, but I could be wrong. Okay. But, like, but um, he, he's been very mum about it. But uh, it's safe to say with him being as surreal and nutty as he is... Yeah, I mean, this, that getting this is to cut loose. Right. And, and this is going to be his final big DC story arc, so, you know, he's going to try and... Get all sorts yeah. of crazy, nutty DC ideas. It's, it's, it's going to be a crazy surreal ride. Absolutely. As it always is with Brent Morrison. As it is, so, but yeah. it sounds like an exciting one. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, back to Destiny. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you finished? Because I'm just. Oh, you said sorry. new guns. I, I thought you were think, done. I it made me think that. of Borderlands and I made that noise. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's like, um, it's it's still very early because it's the alpha mm -hmm. and the game's not actually out till September. So couldn't they technically maybe throw something on to fix the voice acting? They could. Um, they might have enough time, maybe. I mean, it, it's really tight, but it's not impossible. The game is set for release yeah. in September, yeah. and it's June now, so that yeah. really but it's just months. putting like audio filter, filters yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there there are other theories going around that maybe this was just like you know the um, earlier placeholder voice acting, uh, that, uh, okay. which that might just be wishful thinking. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe it's someone doing a Peter Dinklage impression. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But I mean, it's like you know, I, I like the fact that you know, it's like when you're playing this game, you can even just summon out of thin air like a Star Wars style speeder bike and then just go tearing around on the levels. Very cool. That's really really cool. Yeah. You guys can play together in the beta. Yeah, that's true. We we, we actually might be able to do this. Um, cool. You know, it's like if you put in a pre-order for the game, you're guaranteed access into the beta. Oh, I do a pre-order. Uh, well, no, that's not the only way to get into the game. Of course, it's like us being a video game magazine. There is a strong chance that we might get access into the game. I'll get access into the beta anyway, because, yeah, I kind of put it in You put it in pre-order already. You were sold, right? Yeah. No, because it's like, you know, the loot is there. That's the important thing, is that, you know, it's like the loot felt good. The leveling up, you... It, it feels powerful. I mean, it's like, you know, you, you're running around. It's like, oh, okay, I've got a super attack. That's kind of okay. But then you get a few levels in, and you, you upgrade your super attack. It's like, okay, now this super attack is, like, really kick-ass. Mm. And when you, you're you playing with, like, you know, two other people, and everybody's having a good time, and, you know, it's like people are screaming at each other and all that stuff, it's like, okay, this game is meant to be played with other people. And when you do, it's a lot of fun. 
Well, I mean, it's like it's it's okay when you're playing by yourself. It's actually quite good when you play by yourself. But better. but like Borderlands, when you're playing with other people, it becomes something special. Yeah. So so even though I was kind of on the fence about this game, now having spent like the better part of a weekend just messing yeah. with it, I'm actually looking forward to it. Sweet. So yeah. Anything else? Um, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, that was all mostly at E3, though. Of um, course, yeah. Like uh, I messed uh, I messed around with. Isolation. Yep, we talked about it with Sounds Great. Um, I messed around with um, so Splatoon, except that I've already talked yep, yep, about yep. that. Okay, um, well, we kind of covered all the other yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game thing was something really random that you saw again. Oh, wait, Ho Ho Kung. Yes, Which okay, I will talk about Ho Ho Kung. Because this is the one that I keep bringing up every once in a while. It is this crazy, trippy. Um, uh, downloadable title that's coming to the PlayStation Network. I think they've nailed it down to like late August okay. now. Okay. And so the way this game works is that it's an exploratory game. You control what amounts to like um, a thread kind of wandering around in a magical, surreal, yellow submarine kind of world. Mm-hmm. And you just run this thread into things and music plays and stuff happens. And that's really the game. It's not yeah. about beating anybody. It's just it like, just explore this world and like watch stuff happen. And <laughs> It's very relaxing and very surreal, and it was the game that I played so much that um, I actually got a physical jolt when E3 ended, and they shut the game off on me right in the middle of me playing it. Because mm. I think I'd actually been there for like the better part of an hour <laughs> at that point. And the you guys were like, sucked, "Yeah," right? and the guys were like, you know, like you, "You know, this demo doesn't end. This is actually the full game." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> I just want to keep playing it because this is awesome." You're just wandering, around. and then yeah, it's like E3 actually ended, and I heard vaguely somewhere. E3 is over, we are now shutting off all the games, but I'm like, I'm just going to keep playing. And then the game just shut off yeah. in the middle of the yeah. And it was like somebody punched me in the face. I was like, no! Don't kick me out of the world of Ho-Ho-Gum! I want to stay there! That sounds really fun. But, um, yeah, you, you don't... You know, there's no goal. It's yeah. just do stuff, and then stuff happens, and crazy surreal music plays in the background. So you can just see hours of waste, like... Oh, yeah. Hours yeah. I mean, going like, yeah, by. This, 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 is a, this is a perfect, you know, it's like drug companion. I can see yeah. Yeah. Pop some mushrooms and... Exactly. Oh, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fly. You'll be fine because the game's already flying with you. So, just, yeah. Cool. I like that game. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's it for this episode of the CGM Podcast. You can find us on all our social media at facebook.com slash magazine. Google Plus, Google.com, Little Plus, Slash, Little Plus Sign, CG Mag Online. Wayne is also on Google Plus. Yes, I am. Wayne Santos, just look him up there. He'll actually, yeah. yep, he'll interact with you there. There's Twitter, which is at CGM Plus. I'm on Twitter, K I X X D N Chaos, even though I don't think anyone ever follows me from the podcast. But Phil! Yeah, I'm on there, at that Phil Brown. Follow Phil. Please do. You might get some coconut bra pictures out of it. I'm not doing that. Follow me anyway. Follow him anyway, because he's snarky and. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And fun. Yeah. That's the thing. Try to do good He's the heart of fun. He's the heart of fun. And white. Yeah. And white. Once again, let's just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give up on the racism yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wayne, yeah, Wayne can't let it go because he's not white. Yeah, exactly. See, so you understand. Yeah. And you can follow Brendan at bfry26. And I think that... Oh, well. Actually, we haven't used Twitch in a while. We should do that. Now that I think about it. Of course, you can always come over to the website, cgmagonline.com, and there's also the new issue is out. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't think anyone else has, you haven't even seen it yet, have you, Phil? Is it the issue's issue? It yeah. is the issue's issue. Yeah, issue. I saw the cover when I came in. It looks Isn't really it, cool. It's, it's trippy and creepy. Well, and yeah, you're on it. Of course you feel that way. Oh, uh, <laughs> No, no, it looks great. Yeah. It's a really, really cool cover. 
DC artist Richard Pace did our cover. Of this oh, album. really? Yeah. No way. How'd that happen? Why? Well, this is a non-podcast conversation. It's a kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just it is dark and awesome. It is yeah. an issues issues, and we touch on everything from racism. Actually, Wayne, Wayne writes about That's racism. Right. I write about racism. Right. Oh, well, see, so I'm on point with all of this yeah. stuff now, aren't I? was completely yeah, justified in having this conversation. purpose to this. Okay, Wayne. so that I did it on purpose. Yes. Yes, I totally did. Wayne talks about racism. Yeah. Uh, we talk oh, about boy, do I. Sexism and gaming, and Phil talks about Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's an issue. You, you're, the, you're, the, you're, the, you're the fluffy, happy part of the magazine. No, I mean, it's like, oh, no, it's no, no, Batman is an issue. Yeah, I have yeah. held a Batman issue in my hands. Yeah, that's an issue. True. So there you go. It's an I, issue. Oh, it's, it's, totally issue. Yeah. it's a monthly issue. Yeah, yeah. And he talks, so, talks about the issue of, of movies being yeah. this generation's first yeah, knowledge. Yeah, and whether or not books. kids actually read comics anymore. Yeah. And if that's a good thing or a bad thing. They don't. I can promise you that. Yeah, they do. You check that out at CG Mag Online. There's also a store there where you can order it or you can get it at pocketmags.com so you can save money and save trees. No paper. Yeah. No one else in the table cares about that, right? <laughs> Let's just kill the earth, people. So make sure you check that out. Um, yeah, Brendan's power. Power to killing the earth. Thanks, Bren. Make sure you check that out because it's just, it is, it's just awesome. And it's great because we actually face some of those challenges in the industry. Mm-hmm. So check that out. And also check out our back issues. If you use the code E3 2014, you'll get 20% off anything you order. Use the code. Sweet. Sweet. Peace out. <laughs>